This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Welcome to episode 124 of the Podcast Terror production of the Galactic Network. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pot. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me, as always, is Corey Little Dick Scott. Corey, how are you? Uh, teeny. Teeny. Teeny, tiny, weeny, whiny. Uh, I guess this week is uh, advertising something or other for a fancy TV network. You wasted a bunch of money going to film school with previous guest in front of the show, Jack McCone, Kevin Long Dong Howard. How are you? Doing great. How's everybody? I really wish I would have had the party horns line up. It would have been like, Kevin Long Dong Howard. Bah, 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 and then... Is that what you're calling me, Tiny Dick? Is it just a comparison thing? Kind of, yeah, because I had come up with the name to call Kevin Long Dong like, earlier this morning. And I'm like, I'll just call Corey Tiny Dick. Because it's not false. It really isn't. <laughs> it's, we're not lying. I was in the pool. <sighs> Is it cold out? It no, it's really not. Oh. Hey, I don't know about Kevin. I know he's like per- perpendicular, but it's warm here. How's the weather by you? You talking to me? Yeah, I said <laughs> I said your name. You said you're perpendicular, which sounds um it's like 60 degrees here which is nice it's been 38 yep. to 44 for like six weeks yeah, but we're in the same boat yeah like I, I, california Corey over there yeah it, it's it's in the well it, it was in the 80s yesterday and it's it's probably like the high 70s today give me i like, despise it give me a i've month, got the I'll air conditioner on behind me and a fan in front of me and i'm just like still dying so well, that's why your hair is blowing? No, I'm naturally windswept. <laughs> that's good. Everywhere Corey walks, just his hair shimmies. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, I guess, what do you want to say about yourself other than your penis length, girth? I mean, honestly, what else is there? I don't, um, I don't know. We just we play video games together. This is probably the most I've ever do. talked to you one-on-one without... Yeah. Jack and Jeff like telling us to shut up and play. <laughs> um, yeah, that is how I know you. It's through Jack. Yeah, we're trying to start a, 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 a streaming channel of PUBG. We're going to call it a mighty faggot because sing, singular, we are weak sticks, but together we form a mighty faggot. I get it. You just got that now? I, were, yes, you, were you not I, there the day that, that I came up with it? I don't think so. Oh. I haven't been on a lot lately. I'm sorry. This was a long time ago, and I'm very surprised that I still remember it. That was might have been before least. me. No, you were you're definitely there because you were our fourth. You were our fourth to that mighty faggot. Sure, I had died already. <laughs> so do you just die and then like get up and walk away? Like they won't even know. No, I'm I gone. usually sit and watch, but I might be on my phone or something. Oh, fair enough. I like to eat. Just because I'm I'm kind of afraid of Jeff, and 
if he gives me some kind of gaming advice and I miss it, yeah. I, like, mean, I don't want to deal with that. Totally the same way. I'm like, wow, yeah. how are you so good? I don't know how he does it. I don't know either. Mad respect, but. Yeah, I, I have like the attention span of a child. So it's yeah. like, oh, I did really good. What did I do? There's, <sighs> a, there's a squirrel. And then yeah, I can't like... even like see the other people I'm supposed to shoot. And then I'm like, oh, 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 I'm down. Yeah, and a lot of times Jack's like, you missed all this shit. And I just want to be like, I'm fucking just like running around just hoping to sweet Jesus that I can find a fucking helmet. Like, just just be happy I'm still here. Oh, and when they die before me, so they can like watch my screen and Jeff will be like, wait, are you doing the menu thing? No, 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 no. Do it the other way. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you know, you can press start and loot a lot quicker. And I'm like, yeah, no. (laughs) What's that? He has to tell me the buttons. It's like, put your gun away. Put your gun away. Put your gun away. You'll run faster. Okay. Do you know how long it took me to figure out which button it was to equip a grenade? <laughs> and then he's like, throw it underhand. And I'm just like, okay. And I still throw it overhand because I don't I know how to do switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope they don't listen to this and find out all of our secrets. Never. I think, Jack. I, I, I'm not surprised at all that you are really bad at games. <laughs> like, I know that you play games a lot, Matt, but I just never would have thought that Oh, Matt's probably good at this. No, no. I, I play I, on I easy. I play for the experience, man. I don't want to like. I don't like things to be difficult. I'm a white <laughs> male. This show proves that. I'm entitled. Uh, yes, the amount of editing I do in this show is definitely explanation of how I like to live my life. Very easily. Resistance. Yeah. So I live in Wisconsin, and I'm white. Yeah, you just press a couple of buttons and hope it works out, kind of like your wife. Yep. And Sometimes I just kind of beep, boop, beeper, and I'm like, are you are you done yet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Have you started yet? Uh, usually I'm done at that point, so then I just right. eat some pot roast and go to sleep. That's how I rejuvenate my health. Man, if sex led to pot roast, I might actually be having sex. <laughs> I would just skip sex and go straight to the pot roast. That's true. That's the... Who doesn't love a good fatty piece of beef? Well, I prefer that pot roast, but... I see what you did there. All right. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Corey. Now, I probably wouldn't have imagined that Jack was good at the game either, just because it's well, Jack. But I, I feel like he probably needs it more. Yeah. Like, he needs to be successful yeah. at it. The he's, time he's having right now. He's good at learning and remembering me, if um, you know, I play it the first time and I don't get it, I'm never going to get it. So if the buttons are not like normal to other games, just forget it. But he'll actually be like, "Oh, I should have done it this way," and then next time he'll remember do it that way. Oh. See, I could see him being. I know Jack's smart. I, I don't. I yeah. don't take issue with that. I I, <laughs> I question maybe his reflexes. It depends how drunk he is. Yeah, or just his his ability to have success maybe that's what it is (laughs) um yeah i love jack oh so do i but it's always i always enjoy when i get a text from jack at like 10 o'clock my time which i am an hour behind you guys and he's just like i'm super drunk on my own from the bar who wants to play PUBG? like motherfucker (laughs) go to bed like try that drink some water and go to sleep yeah (sighs) ah I did suggest that he live stream his uh, next Saturday night because. Oh my god! Yeah. What is that? Two weekends in a row, he's ended up in weird places. 
I didn't hear about this weekend, but uh, last one. The la- <laughs> I, I, so I think he's going to be on in a couple weeks, so we'll have to remember. Yeah, save him him for that. Tell, tell that story. But um, he posted a picture on, on Twitter, I believe. It was a game that he wanted to play called Is It Beer or Piss? And it was just a mug of a yellow <laughs> yeah. substance. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, I... I just want to. I want to party with Jack sometime. <laughs> that would probably end pretty well. I don't even want to party, but I, I definitely want to be around Jack a lot. Yeah, cool stuff just happens all the time. I can't tell if you're being serious or or not. No, I am. So no, something funny always happens when you're with Jack. Is it now? Is that because Jack's life is a comedy of errors, or? <sighs> I think so. He's just you know how he is. He's so yeah. quick. He's so, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Like he'll just say the right thing back to somebody, and then that triggers the event, whatever that may be. Jack, let's get an apartment together, please. I know he's not here. I just left him time to answer to himself out loud on the the train while he's listening to this on his way to work on Tuesday morning or whatever. Yeah, and I feel like Jack and I should probably live together because we're both having shit luck. And it's like the two south ends of magnets, like trying to go near each other, and they just keep pushing away. Are you guys just gonna press buttholes? But maybe. I thought that's what the south end of magnets were. That's certainly the, the a luck improvement. Who's who's bean accepts who's? Who's top bean? Who's bottom bean? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Just... Where's a bean coming into this with a butthole? <sighs> What's in your butt, Matt? Stuff. Okay. My things I need to keep safe. Yeah. Do you not do you not use your butthole for safekeeping? For storage? Like when you're taking apart a laptop at work and you gotta put those screws somewhere. Why do you have screws in your butt? That's gonna hurt. Not at first. Unless you walk through a big magnet, it's just gonna rip screws through your intestines. It's like, it's like someone's stuffing a finger up there and they have one of those press on nails. Oh my God. And then it comes off, and then it's going to work its way through your whole system until it scrapes its way out of your urethra. Corey, are you old enough to have been fingered? I'm. I saw a really interesting picture of Tom Green and Andy Dick the other day. Yeah, I saw that too. Have you had your butthole fingered? Not today. Okay, so okay, okay, great. So I'm not to that age. I, Kevin, I'm not even sure how old you are. You look very young. And I look younger than I am. Well, I'm certain. And I am younger than I should be for the doctor doing that. But one time. Oh, you've had. Oh, my oh, God. Medically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus, oh, okay. fuck, Corey. <laughs> I don't care if you get your butthole fingered on a Saturday. That's up to See, you. That's what I was wondering. No, I've medically, no, that it's not come up yet. Oh, okay. So I have a, uh, a, a very, very good friend of mine had some issues and they couldn't figure out what it was. So the doctor's like, well, we're going to do a prostate exam. And I remember him explaining this to me. And just, he's like, yeah. And at one point he just stuck his hand around and he goes, I'm doing this. And dude was like, man, just, just stop. Just like finish what you're doing and stop. (laughs) Don't describe it. Yeah. Give me a visual. We don't need to talk about it. Puppet show in front of me at the same time. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Don't tell me how to get to Sesame street. Yeah. So (laughs) just do what you need to do and get out. Exactly. And I was just wondering if that had either happened to either of you. And now we're looking only at Kevin because Corey has not medically been penetrated. Yeah. There was no medical reason for him to be doing this. And, uh, it was awful. And I was so angry at him for the whole rest of the visit. There's no wait, 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 wait. So just pure pleasure. You were, you were finger raped in the butthole by a doctor without your consent. I mean, he told me he was doing it, 
But why? Yeah. Like, what, what did you like? Hey, my foot hurts. And he's like, well, drop, <laughs> drop your pants. We're going in. It, it did was he tell you he was doing it so, so you would oh. notice? Was he worried you didn't know? <laughs> no, he told me. Like, well, he told me really on in the. Um... Are you, before you do this, are you cool talking about? This? <laughs> like, <laughs> Not really. Like, fifteen uh, people are going to hear this around um, the world. So all the better. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I truly forget what was wrong with my stomach, but at the beginning of it, he listed that as one of the ways he would uh, figure it out. So for the whole rest of the exam, oh. just, so when he's taking the blood pressure, I'm just like, you're okay, sobbing. Off the charts. Oh, you're just farting Vaseline and, oh. bubbles. Oh. oh, yeah, it was bad. And, <laughs> when he gives you the list of ways that he's going to check, <laughs> did, did you just say, can you make sure that one's way, way <laughs> down at the fucking bottom? We do that one last. Um, and all I could do was go, I'm going to pee, I'm going to pee, I'm going to pee. <laughs> oh, well, it's better. You know what you should have done? You should have looked at him and be like, "Oh my god, I'm coming!" He probably would have <laughs> boop right you out of there. Just turned around and just forced yourself. <laughs> and then he just hands me a box of tissues, and for the whole rest of the yeah. uh, visit, I'm just really angrily looking at him. <sighs> you know, oh, you know what would have been awesome if he just handed you tissues and cab fare and just been like, "Clean yourself <laughs> up," and walked out. <laughs> And if, if he, as walking out, he's just like, and your doctor will be in in a second. <laughs> I feel kind of bad, like, making jokes about this because that probably wasn't that cool, but. I really didn't but what like can it. you do with it otherwise? But, what, what, what is your. What am I going to do? Keep it to myself? <laughs> right. Uh, There's no value in it. So you should have shown us on the puppet. I but I guess puppets are probably what you already feel like in this case, so. Yes. <sighs> did he, when he did it, did he go, bork, bork, bork? <laughs> Oh, no. So he looked like um, I forget the character's name on The Sopranos. It was the older Jewish guy. I, I, I'm like trying to start producer. watching that show, so I cannot answer this for you. He, you've seen him in other stuff, probably, and uh, he just had one of those uh, like New York doctor voices, and um, he was very professional about it. But you sound like you Larry know, maybe, David, kind of, but just <laughs> like deeper and gruffer. Uh, yeah, none of those people from The Sopranos were ever typecast at all. <laughs> Jerry Adler? Yes, I think so. Oh, I googled The Sopranos old Jewish guy, and the first <laughs> video that came up was The Sopranos, you old fucking Jew, and I'm like, oh, oh boy, am I oh, going, boy. I'm going to hell. Huh. I'll be damned. Yeah. And then there's some like little boy with a weird hat on, like fucking three lines down. Now I'm thinking of, do you, did you guys ever watch Friends? No. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, there was the episode of Friends, uh, one of the earlier episodes, so it was when it was still good, where Joey sent Chandler to his family's tailor to get a suit tailored, and the tailor like went up his inseam and then grabbed his package and moved it around a bit, and Chandler's all pissed off, and he comes back, and he's telling Joey about it. I was like, your tailor is a bad man. And, and Joey's like, no, that's how you do pants. Ross, tell him that's how you do pants. And Ross is like, yeah, that's how you do it. In prison. And it's just like, <laughs> now all I can think of is like every time you watch anything with, with, that, with Jerry Adler in it, you're just <laughs> it's just going to make your butthole clench up. And I don't know, you're saying the rainbow connection or something. Well, the, the tailor is supposed to say, are you dressing to the right or to the left? That's the and rule. I don't know what that means. He's asking, which side should I not touch? 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and and the doctor's like, there's no side I'm not touching. You know, what what is the question in that case? Are, well, I had are, a you, are you a dabber split, or a scraper? So addressed both sides. Then you gotta get that checked out. <laughs> I have two penises. <laughs> right. And one ball. And one ball. Well, I have two, it's just only one works. What's the other one do? Is it just decorative? It's just there. I feel like we talk about this a lot, and I still I need a visual. I love you dearly, but I, I don't really like you enough to just show you my balls. Well, you know when we finally meet the next time, I'm going to just trump check you and reach my hand. You, know? you could. I mean, it's like, it's in there. Wow, that's permission. <laughs> As I'm just grabbing my nutsack right now to figure this one out. I mean, yeah. the other one's hiding. Like, you really got to get up in there to find it. It's... So, Kevin, since we talked about your butthole... Just I... like abandons, it goes back into the cave. It's like, nope, I don't want to deal with the world today, and just goes up in you. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like, you know, if you have two eggs, one with a yolk and one without, the one with the yolk is definitely going to hang lower because there's more weight. Yeah, one of your eggs floats in the so other So one of my eggs out. essentially does not have a yolk. So it's just kind of there, and it's all protected by a scrotum. I'm air, dr- like air drawing my nut sack. <laughs> uh, Man, if there's ever a time when people need to see the video for this show, that was a beautiful <laughs> moment. Because <laughs> you were just so not self-conscious of it at all. You just like, here's my hands, and here's the like, shape I'm making, and the beep, 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 beep. Yep. Yep. Uh, so Kevin's not so out of the loop. And Oh, Beatmaster agreed. <laughs> Beatmaster enjoyed watching my nut sack drawing. Um <clears throat> So, Kevin, I was born with a hernia, so I had one nut that didn't do anything. And, like, when I turned 18 and someone was talking about their balls, and I was like, oh, my God, one of mine is, like, three times the size of the other. I need to get this looked at. <laughs> and a doctor's like, well, just one is doing absolutely nothing for you. It's just, it's there. Yeah. It's like most teenagers right now. It just kind of exists. So, it's like one's normal and one is, like, the size of, of when you're born, essentially. I didn't know that that was weird. Oh, like a baby ball. Yeah, yeah. I have a baby ball. Thanks for putting it that way. But I didn't know that that was, like, not normal. Just look well, like it came why would you? Hungry. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't just go around touching other nut sacks a lot. Yeah, and if you ever. find out in Boy Scouts, then you got a bigger problem. <sighs> you know, I had, uh, I was trying to think of a name for, like, a scoutmaster. Like, <laughs> Mr. Stevenson said I was said I was his favorite little camper. This is why I drink now. But every time you pitch a tent, it's lopsided. Well, it's just that my center, my center pole is just kind of doing its little hook, little hook to the side. You just got to balance it correctly. Yeah, depending on what angle you go in at, that's actually probably a good thing. You know, I just kind of like stand to the side and like turn. I just pivot my hips. <laughs> um, so Beat asked if it was the rare case where I hadn't seen enough porn. Um, honestly, yeah, but he was he had an eye patch on, so he was only getting half of it. Yeah, I just I fast forward through like the up close ball shots because a a penis is terrifying, a vagina is worse, and a penis in a vagina at like two inches away is terrible. I was raised on softcore porn, and I feel like that's all I ever needed. Anything beyond that is a little bit too much spitting and choking for me. Well, and then the internet happened, and now all of a sudden I need 
I need a woman mm, no. in six-inch red stilettos to step on a ball while yeah, spitting need, on someone. I don't need a Trojan GoPro. That that shit fucks me up. <laughs> so I got um I got a VR headset for my computer. And uh, where is this going? If if you guys want to take a stab at the uh, number of days it took for me to try and look up pornography on that thing, zero. It was I had to wait for my wife to be gone long enough, right? Exactly. To a point where I was like, I, she's you know, it's not going to just happen. But turns out it's really not that easy to do on a computer because it's a it's a Windows mixed reality one. So you like open it up this house, so it's like you can bring up a Chrome browser in your Windows mixed reality house, but turning your head doesn't turn the video. So moral of the story is if you're gonna if you're gonna look up porn on UPorn in VR, you need one of the phone headsets because that can use the accelerometer to be able to look around. Yeah. I like to look at the man's belly button. <laughs> because you have that out or no shit. That's where you, all the action is, is the can, man's belly button. You can That's watch what Rod Jeremy was known for was his that belly big button action in his fucking stomach. <laughs> But you can so you can look around if if you watch the video in a in a browser you can just click and drag the video around. So one I time, have I have the Google uh, VR headset for my my phone. Block and block off your Tuesday night, my buddy. Uh, no thanks. Go to uh, town. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing worse than porn. I'm doing a show with Brandon and Nate. But uh, I'd rather watch that, porn. There's there's thank you. Uh, there's <laughs> a bunch of apps like the HBO app and I think the Netflix app. They're VR apps, but you, it's like what you described. You're sitting in a fucking room or a theater yep. looking at a screen to watch this thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Why did anybody design this? Like, oh, great. This is the one thing I miss about the movie theater experience is the fucking theater around me. Yeah. I, <clears throat> so I don't need this. Nobody needs this, yet someone fucking designed it and someone else copied it. It is the biggest dumb shit fucking Silicon Valley full of yourselves crap load that I can't even fucking think who, who, who motherfucking came up with it. Corey's been triggered. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, Plex came out with that too, where you can watch your anything on your Plex library in VR. But they took it one step further. You can watch it with your friends. So if I have a VR headset and you two have one, we can all sit in one virtual room and watch it together like fucking losers. Like, but do we see each other in the loser room? Yeah. We would all okay, like be well, sitting. We'd be sitting on one couch. Is it in our avatars? I don't know. I haven't set up my my avatar yet in Plex, but now I feel like I have to. I mean, I could probably look this up, but busy pouring Because gonna... you need to have something that's going to capture you to make that happen. I, it's just a I big just... penis. Yeah, don't fucking in, insert me in a room. Nobody, nobody's virtual reality. Which is a fucking room to sit in because that's what we're already doing. Beat said you could look you know, at someone else's belly buttons in the theater. <laughs> just go and like toss popcorn at the person behind you and like, hey, that can guy. I retrieve that? No, don't put your shirt up. Just just sit there and let it happen. But think about it though. Like I know, and eventually we'll talk about pitch black. This is not that moment yet. Um, no. But think about like I don't know if either of you saw. Or Red Ready Player One. I know it's like the hotness right yeah. now, but <clears throat> think about in the future where you basically just put on like a fucking suit and you go do whatever you want. What's to say that people won't virtually go to a theater to watch a movie with each other now? Right, but I'm not going to virtually go out to the street, get in my car, and drive to a virtual theater while I'm on my couch this whole time. 
Like I just and want I, the movie to play. That's true. And I haven't read the book or seen the movie, but my my guess is the idea of doing that where you go to a theater in in this virtual reality thing is because theaters like that don't fucking exist. And so you're you're creating this alternate reality or a virtual reality where you can experience something that you wouldn't be able to experience normally. But I have the experience of sitting in my room watching HBO. I don't I don't need to put another fucking room between me and that fucking screen. I want to be right up front to Jason Momoa's nipples. That's where I want to be, HBO. Who's Jason Momoa? Oh, all right. Well, it comes up pretty quick. Oh. Yeah. See? Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now you get it. Oh. He is swarthen. Yes, he is. There are a lot of people I could have picked from Game of Thrones, but... I feel oh. like I couldn't go wrong that, with that I only know him as Aquaman. Is he Aquaman? He is, he is Aquaman. Okay. He also wants to play Kratos in a God of War movie. Is that the guy with the red thing? <sighs> yes. Like the main, yes, it's the the main guy. guy. Yeah. That's uh I bought the new game on Friday and I have been able unable to play it. You gotta wait for your wife to leave the house again? No, I got it Friday at lunch and then I went to Milwaukee for band practice and then I got home at midnight and then i woke up and i drove to sheboygan to pick up beer and then i came home and then i went and watched wrestling and then i went to sleep and then i woke up and then i got groceries and then my parents came over and then i took four goddamn hours to change the fucking faucet and now here i am oh there's more you know, and I tutored someone, someone Google probably thinks you want a virtual reality experience of all that bullshit <laughs> i'd like to virtual reality changing a faucet so that it uh, sucks in virtual and in real life have either of you ever i mean after my wife played the sims for nine years i guess i can't speak too much about that but Still, have you ever changed a faucet? I tried. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a shower head at my parents' house, and it was early enough. I realized I can't do this. See, that's easy. So, yeah, shower heads are not. Yeah, that's super easy. You, you just, you just screw it on and you put that off tape on and there. You put Teflon tape on. This was like our kitchen faucet, and the old one, we thought we they changed it out right before they sold this house. <clears throat> They didn't. This thing was fucking 10 years old, and I'm pretty sure it was soldered. There's like a nut that holds that middle faucet piece on. And it took my dad and I 75 minutes to get a nut off of a four-inch nipple. Did you guys bond? No, we swore a lot. And my, we got down in close space trying to get a nut off? Yeah. Oh, god damn it, Corey. It's my dad. My dad. You can have my dad for this joke. That's fine. I only need one nut, of course. Yeah, we only need one. I haven't really. I don't think. I don't, I don't know if my dad knows I'm old one ball over here. <laughs> that didn't go in the Christmas newsletter to the family. No, no. Jingle ball. <laughs> if he ever, if he's ever like, when are you guys gonna have kids? I'll be like, I don't know, Dad. You only gave me one working nut over here. <laughs> Seriously, what are you working with? That this is what I wound up with. Um, beat. I don't know. So beat asked if it was a small nut or a regular size nut. I don't know if he's making a jizz joke or this is a legitimate question, but the, the real answer is it was a really thin uh, nut and there was like copper pipe coming down too. So I, eventually I got real pissed and I just went and got a tin snips and cut all the copper pipe away. Oh, it was a dick joke. Just created more work for yourself. Not really. And then we had WD-40. It was, it was a whole project. It was a thing, but eventually I got it switched out. Because only I there were people that you could hire to come do that for you. My my old man is as stubborn as the fucking day is long, and he would never ever. He wouldn't have like tapped out and been like, "Call a plumber." 
not. This is the same man who one time I asked him to help me hook up a water line on our old fridge at our old house. He couldn't do it, so he just went and bought me a new refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, oh, let Sears open. I can't get this thing to work. Let's go fucking buy a new one. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I do appreciate somebody who knows their shit enough to like maybe a little bit too much to that they're still kind of dangerous in it. But that there is the like you were saying, uh, teenagers are a fucking waste. I don't necessarily agree with you, but you're probably right. I, uh, is that it was a joke, like a generalization who, joke. Yeah, but there are the people who will who can do shit and, and accomplish things. And then there's people like me who like uh, my gutter has fallen off the front of my fucking house. I don't know what to do about it. I don't even know a fucking ladder. So that's just going to fall on me at some point. But I'll, if it was I'll if it was my dad, you. shit would be fixed. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I like no, I can do some things, but I would much rather uh do nothing at all. Yeah. 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 I just <laughs> I know that's why I'm like, I'm really excited it's summer. And then the other part of me is like, that means yard work. I'm like, we can go back to winter now. <laughs> <sighs> just so much of it. So much of it. I guess we could talk about pitch black. We've talked about you know, my nuts, Kevin's butthole. Yeah. Corey, your butthole and your nipples. Not my nipples. Well, let's talk about your nipples then. Uh, they're small but mighty. Mm. So, like a frozen Mike and Ike? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Structure, the structural integrity of your I, nipples is... I prefer is... a good and plenty, but I get what you're, what you're going for. See, I prefer... Licorice. What does good and plenty even taste like? Licorice. Licorice. It's uh, disgusting. Black yeah, it is really gross. Black and X are way better, but I just wanted to show that I knew what you're talking about. I know candy too. Um oh you can buy one pound good and plenty of licorice candies. Actually, all things considered, I'd rather have hot tamales. Yes. I was gonna say it, but that's just cinnamon. That just tastes like burning. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, delicious. Delicious like. <laughs> burning. So uh my coworker and I got uh, Listerine strips. For our desk and he came in with like oh, the yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so by the way that was really hot kevin you was, should do yeah. that all the time <laughs> as hard as a diamond in a nice storm right now um if i was your doctor i would be so up in you right now. <laughs> now we know when the doctor fingered you you started making faces at him um so so to fuck with my coworker, i would just take his listerine strips and just put like three in my mouth at once because he's like you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself the, the cool mint ones are fine, but then we got the, the, the hot heat ones, and I put two in, and I just burnt the entire inside of my mouth. All the taste buds were dead. I couldn't feel anything for like a month. Uh, so cinnamon candy scares me is the moral of the story. I mean, I you always used to do, uh, you, uh, what were they called? The Atomic Warheads? Oh, mm-hmm. no, not the hot ones. I've done the the... The, uh, th- it was the sour ones sour that did it to me. Yeah, they would just like, fucking ruin your mouth. Yeah, for a week. <sighs> your roof of your mouth is just in shreds, hanging down. Yep. What's worse, an atomic warhead or Captain Crunch? I've never had Captain Crunch in my life. What if you side by a Dorito? Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, man, I'm just <laughs> into this. Yeah, oh, he goes God, right in right there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's worse, um, eating a chip, like chip shrapnel, like getting stuck in the roof of your mouth, or, yeah. or, now maybe neither of you guys ever empty your dishwasher, I don't know, but 
going to empty your dishwasher and fork tong under your fingernail. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like that was literal torture. That's yeah. that's bamboo shoot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like anytime I go to a, a Chinese restaurant and they've got bamboo shoots as part of their recipe, I'm like, are you trying to fucking kill me? What is this place? <laughs> I will shut you down. I never even thought about that. Bamboo shoots aren't bad. Eating them. I like the little corns. And I feel like Godzilla just eating corns. Because <laughs> that's what Godzilla does. Like, yeah, sometimes I destroy Tokyo, but other times I go back, I visit the family. Corn. You know? We're we're Native Americans, so no so one knew that about me being oh, Godzilla. Oh, shut up, guys. I had a long day. Um, I suppose we should find out what Kevin's drinking because I just finally saw him take a drink. Oh, that was just water because my ice melted a little bit. Oh, you're just um, finally doing this? Yeah, I wanted to open it on camera. Oh. This is in honor of the movie. It's Mountain Dew Pitch Black. So your oh, teeth are going to hurt here pretty quick? Um, you actually can't get this on the East Coast, but they did a special Walking Dead tie-in a couple of months ago. So I was actually involved with the production of these uh, special labels. We got Rick, Michonne, and Daryl, and as a result, I actually got a bottle of it. Otherwise, I don't even know where to get this. So I've never actually. So you, how old is this bottle of soda? Because I didn't see a lot of carbonation over there. <laughs> it's pretty flat. Um, you started selling around Labor Day, oh. and stopped around late October. So it's it's more than six months old. I like the fact that it's it's Daryl instead of Merle because Merle would never allow himself to be something uh, it's called pitch black. Absolutely not. Um, this is kind of good. It's just it's very very flat. <laughs> it's it's a grape ish. Grape yeah. ish. Right, I would I would call the flavor purple, not grape. Right. Well, purple drink sense. is way better than grape drink, anyways. Uh, I gotta look at this pitch black flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So there's. Man, when I was a kid, Mountain Dew was just Mountain Dew, and you yeah. had it with Doritos to because you smoke weed or something. I didn't, but I had long hair, and so I developed a taste for it. What? Anyway, uh, little known fact: if you if you have long hair and listen to to metal in the eighties, you drank Mountain Dew. It's just the fact. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm when they getting to the bottom of this, I, I, believe me, I don't understand the chemical reaction of it something with aquanet uh and the need for high carbonated orange juice but it's true so and they started doing like code red and all these other flavors and stuff and you can't go to taco bell without having like a 15 different mountain dew drink availabilities or like all the times at 7-eleven it's like here's our new mountain dew slurpee uh which mountain dew is it it's mountain dew fuck your ass uh well that sounds really nasty doesn't matter it's a slurpee you're gonna drink it yeah, I, I think that uh, Game Fuel for one of the Halo releases. I think for, I think all of the Halo releases, yeah. and a couple different ones for uh, I think World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. like the mana so. drinks or something. And and I just like I have uh, behind me actually I still have the the bottle from the Mountain Dew Dewshine, which oh, <laughs> just sounds man. like Mountain Dew douche, I'm. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good. It was it was solid. And now there's this Mountain Dew Ice, which tastes nothing like it but looks exactly the same it's like a lemon lime soda and it it, i feel like they've just they've tried too many things and you just want to get back to the fucking basics also uh because i had a bad experience with some smurfberry crunch when i was a kid i wonder if that (laughs) that stuff you're drinking is going to make your poo turn blue oh yeah yeah i ate the black whopper just to see if my shit would turn purple and it did did it it did 
Um, so uh, there's there's a whole Wikipedia dedicated to Mountain Dew, which I think is a little insane. But um, where the fuck? Come on, internet. Here, so the main flavors are Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, Code Red, Livewire, which is the orange, Baja yep. Blast, Voltage, Whiteout, and Pitch Black. Then the other flavors with the Kickstart, the Spiked, Black, White, and Green Label, Throwback, Caffeine-Free Mountain Dew, Caffeine-Free Diet Mountain Dew, Diet Code Red, Discontinued Mountain Dew Red, Revolution, Supernova, Distortion, Typhoon, Darkberry, Pitch Black 2, and Doritos. Oh, no. Doritos. Um, Yes. Then there's the Game Fuel. Uh, there's an energy one in the UK, grape in Japan, Max Air, Japan, Adrenaline, Poland, Extreme in the Middle East, and Passion Fruit Frenzy in New Zealand. But then there's also the Dew SA, and now my mom brought over Mountain Dew Ice, which is just like Sprite, Mountain Dew Sprite. Yeah. They're just like, they, I think they've taken it a little too far. They absolutely have. I like the, the throwback, uh, especially in glass bottles because it's got actual sugar, and I like Mountain Dew and glass bottles because that's what I grew up with. But I, I've enjoyed Code Red from time to time. It, yeah. It's it's probably been about 10 years since I actually drank it. And the orange one was okay. But some of the flavors just got really fucking strange. It was just a little too far. Like someone at, at Mountain Dew was just, uh, go see what that cat's looking over there in the corner. Let's see if we can make a Mountain Dew flavor out of it. Just ne- next week, they're going to come out with a Mountain Dew carpet vomit. Yeah, exactly. I, I I feel like that was probably one of the Baja Blasts. Uh, Did you but, not like Baja Blast? No, I didn't really enjoy it. You're a Code Red type of man like me. I'm 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 a Mountain Dew purist. Although I did drink my uh, one of my best friends when she was pregnant. We we were both Mountain Dew drinkers, but she couldn't have caffeine. So that was around the time that they introduced Mountain Dew caffeine free. And we both drank it. And I was perfectly fine with that because I don't drink Mountain Dew for the caffeine. I'm that one person who drinks it for the taste. Right. It was the caffeine that was the problem for her? Uh, at that point in time, yeah. yes. Uh, all I, When you kept talking about how you're the only one that drinks Mountain Dew for the taste, all I could think of was Rip Torn. Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but it's terrible. And I like the taste. <laughs> Dirty Rock? Um, fucking Dodgeball. Yeah, Dodgeball. But... Never seen from it. What? was in Go. Rock. Take a note. I'll, I'll just, I am. Oh, man. Okay. So here's the answer to Corey's question. Um, our bass player, Ken, very, very, very good friend of mine, is literally the most hash metal dude I've ever known. He's He's got some years on me. So he was like, he was like in high school in the 80s. So I asked him if he had long hair. Cause he still has long hair to this day. He had long hair in the 80s, and I said, did you eat Doritos? And he just said, probably. So, <laughs> thanks for fucking nothing, Ken. Like, at all? <laughs> Doritos was less of a <laughs> thing. I was I was hanging out with, with a friend. We went over to his cousin's place. His cousin was a redneck level that isn't often in Michigan, but certainly not unheard of in our parts. And uh, And we go in there. And he's like, hey, I'm getting a pop. You guys want a pop? Which in Michigan, that's what they call soda. Because we're weird. And uh, I said, well, it depends on what kind you have. And he says, you got long hair, don't you? I said, yeah. He goes, you listen to metal? I said, yes. He goes, then it's a goddamn Mountain Dew, isn't it? 
Like, well, holy shit. Because he was fucking right. Yeah. And I did not like Mountain Dew at all until I grew out my hair and was listening to metal. It Just like anytime you'd put that stuff in front of me, like that looks like piss. No, thank you. But as soon as I was listening to shit like Dockin and stuff, it's like, I'm drinking Mountain Dew. I don't know why. Chemical reaction in the brain. Uh, see, Beat Beat thinks that Doritos are more thrash metal, which, well, now is Dokken. Dokken's not thrash metal, are they? Because <laughs> yeah. like, yes, Dokken is the most thrash metal band ever. I I don't know if well, I don't know. Oh, glam metal, heavy metal, hard rock. So Ken yeah. was like Slayer. Like Ken slept outside of an arena to get Metallica Black Album tour tickets. Right, That's you gotta remember. I'm I'm mid early '80s, and and what counted as metal back then definitely does not count as metal anymore. Right, but it was what we had. It was the MTV era of metal of like you have to be somewhat attractive, and be in a video or or be pre-established like a, a Dio or an Ozzy or something. You know, you get grandfathered in, uh, but realistically, we're looking at Cinderella. We're not looking at fucking. Slayer. So I want you to know that Ken and I are now arguing over Doritos flavors because of this. <laughs> he says that nacho cheese rule, the ranch ones can go fuck themselves, and I just yep. said you're a fucking monster. Cooler Ranch right. is where it's at. No, Cooler Ranch. I'm with him. Yeah. Right. Ranch is shit. You're a person. You're shit. If, you, if, you order, if you order mozzarella sticks at a restaurant, do you get ranch? Uh, no, 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 no. No. All right, you're not that much of a heathen. <laughs> no, I like ranch dressing, but I I've come to like marinara more in my old age. I like uh oh excuse me, Kevin. A marinara. So you're from you're marinara. marinara. I was talking Mario. to uh, <laughs> my buddy from uh That's right. Uh I have more than one friend from Brooklyn, as weird as it is to say. And uh I was trying to explain him what a cheese curd is, because here, like if you go to a bar and you see cheese curds, it's like like deep fried cheese. Here, you can literally go to a cheese factory and get, like, when they separate the curds in whey, you can get the curds. Right. And it is literally... Which you would then take and fry because, again, you're not gross. Yeah. yeah. Like, you knock on the back door where they bring out the garbage and <laughs> no. the guy would be like, oh, I, you're lucky. I didn't put them out yet. Here you go. <laughs> no, uh, it's, just, it's basically, there's a guy behind the big lots who's giving people uh, rectal exams. <laughs> and then they, whatever they spit out. Ah. <sighs> Not a fucking monster. No, I'll have to send you a picture next time. But um, I was explaining what cheese curds are. Yeah, my butthole. And uh, he just kept talking about, oh, yeah, it sounds like a fresh mozzarella. And I'm like, fucking mozzarella? And he goes, no, I'm from Brooklyn. It's mozzarella. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't say it that way. Yeah, I was like, you sound like an idiot. I didn't tell him that because, you know, I didn't want to upset him. That's a New Jersey thing. He's probably from New Jersey. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's all one big clusterfuck of buildings to me. Yeah, you can finally see out my window. You see how there's just nothing? Yeah, I do. There's nothingness. I saw a car drive by a while ago. It, there's a, it's a state highway, so you'll see that. Okay. No one's coming to see me, though. <laughs> um, it wasn't a car anyways. It was a really fast tractor. There's a Mountain Dew Goji Citrus. That's when you know you've achieved full bullshit. <laughs> Goji and Mountain Dew. Instead of goji berries. No, goji berries. That was like this is like a hip superfood for a while. Oh, like I, uh, I, uh, I think it's a sigh, but yes, 
Yeah, I think it's. I was always like, oh, it's a Kai berry, and they're like, a Sai berry. I'm like, why are we sighing? Boops. That's probably the same prick who's telling you what how to pronounce mozzarella. You know what? Well, Put it on the fucking white cheese. Mozzarella. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love cheese so goddamn much. It is pretty damn good. Hey, have you it ever just sat good. down? Have you ever just melted cheese on a plate for a snack? Because I have. Oh, when you make a grilled cheese sandwich and some of the cheese drips off and then it gets yeah, all yeah, yeah. And crusty and stuff, yeah. and you're like, There's, I'm just going to throw some more, <clears throat> more cheese in the pan and cook that shit up. There's a company, it's out of Wisconsin, it's called Just the Cheese, and it's literally, they just make planks of baked cheese and sell it in a two-pack. It's fucking uh, no, amazing. And I. What's that? I said, I know, I know where I'm going to live and die. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, cheese is plentiful here. Oh. We oh on, shit! We on to drink number two. Yeah, we're on to drink number two. Oh. Wow, we got it through the whole Mountain Dew. That's again in honor of Pitch Black, Johnny Walker Black. Wow, let's see. Now, why do you drink those two great things together? There is still some Mountain Dew in the glass. I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I don't blame you. Please don't do that. Don't I don't disrespect like the Johnny Walker totally like that. In honor of Vin Diesel and his Fast and the Furious bullshit. Is that a uh, pitch black Mountain Dew with Johnny Walker Black sounds like the king oh. of all fucking Fast and the Furious drinks. This is a special bottle, though. This is the Blade Runner edition. My God, you're <laughs> just a fucking weirdo. So, so it's the bottle that nobody saw? It's the bottle that Harrison Ford holds in the movie. It's a special blend, and it is delicious. I swear I to God. I've never once seen that. It's, the, it's Blade Runner 2049. Right, right. But I, I mean, I've um, seen Johnny Walker Black, but I've never seen the Blade yeah. Runner bottle. So the chances are they just never got it because they it's don't. It's usually think... like I've seen it in one store. I got it online. So my question to you is how much did that bottle set you back? This was $109. How much is Johnny Walker Black normally? 60 Ooh. So what you're saying is the Mountain Dew is a better I, investment. Is, I don't know. <laughs> but. I got a pretty good deal on it. My the closest store to me that has it, it's two hundred and fifty. Okay, that's yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> huh? Oh, it's good. It's so smoky. <laughs> mm. Well, Kevin came in his pants already. <laughs> there is a Mountain Dew black label. Yes. I don't know what's different about it. <laughs> that's the pairing. So Beat says that the what you paid for that bottle is more than the box office of. I'm <laughs> undo um, black label is a deeper darker dew promotion it will be a crafted dark berry flavored soda and its color is reddish magenta which is not black no that's true no, it's like black cherry sodas it looks black till you hold it up to a light yeah i'm gonna have to find that fucking johnny walker black. <laughs> it looks consumable until you taste it so i do want to throw out there since you finally mentioned vin diesel uh when i was in yeah. high school and dumber than I am now, when I would go bowling with my weed. friends. What's that? He sold you weed. No, God, I wish. It's not even that cool. And we would go bowling. If you had three strikes in a row, it was called a Vin Diesel. <laughs> triple X. Because he was triple X. Oh. <laughs> yep. So if, if you had three spares in a row, it was a spin spiesel. <laughs> that movie is a turkey. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. My friends and I, are not. we were never cool. How cool are you when you when you start a franchise and then you leave the franchise and someone picks up your spot in the franchise and then you come back to the franchise because he's done it twice. He's 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 done it two times. He's, and what? He's Fast and Furious. Oh. He was oh. in the first Fast and the Furious. 
Then he left, uh, wouldn't come back for the second one, appeared in the third one so he could get the rights back to the Riddick character to be able to make more Riddick movies, and then wound up coming back to the, the franchise from the fourth one on, uh, which has gone way too long. But in Triple X, he did the first one, refused to come back for the second one, so they got Ice Cube, and they wound up coming back for the third one, which was probably just the first one again. I don't know. Again, about as many people saw it as they did Blade Runner. You know, there are like three Riddick movies. Yes. Three theatrical ones. Yeah. I'm going to downloaded them all after watching the first one. And there was supposed to be a fourth one. Like there and still might be, or there was supposed to be? They're, they're still planning on it. Uh, it he said it, it takes a few years, but they've announced that they are the director, uh, co writer of the scripts. And him are are working on a fourth one. Plus, there's the short films. There's an animated film from the person who did Aeon Flux. There's the two video games. The first video game was awesome. Was it really? Or are you lying? Escape from Butcher Bay. I'm not even kidding. No, it's supposed to be really good. It was a really good game. It was originally for the original Xbox, and then they yeah. did a re-release for the 360, and it also should be on PC. And I think when they re-released it, huh. that's when they did the second video game as well. Yeah, you're breaking out of prison, and it's pretty brutal. Like, you, uh, you find a shiv, you use your shiv. He's shiving a lot of people in these pictures. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I'm just looking at uh, screenshots of this Escape from Butcher Bay game. And it, it, you get the origin story of how he got those, uh, what, what do they call it, the shine? The shine on his eyes, yeah. <laughs> I usually just call right. that being drunk. <laughs> It's somewhere in in the movie. Uh, Vin Diesel is riding around in a little fucking uh, big wheel. <laughs> awesome. Pair of twins in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beatmaster saying, "Yeah, the video game was actually really good. It's the first Arkham Asylum, essentially." Oh, which yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, I think that's that's part of the problem though is that the game was really good, and then Chronicles of Riddick came out. And it wasn't good. No. It wasn't successful in the theaters, but it was successful enough on DVDs. And that's what seemed to keep happening with these is that the theater stuff, you're like, oh, I don't really want to go see that, but I'll watch the fuck out of it on home video. And so they keep coming back for more. He actually, he got a mortgage on his house to be able to get the third one made. And so if it hadn't actually finished production, he would have lost his home. (laughs) And the third one came out already? 2013. Yeah. Been out for a while. I don't know where you've been. Uh, not seeing that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think Katie Sackhoff is in that one, though. In the third one. Is she really? Oh, I like her. Uh, I don't know who that is. Starbuck. Yep. What? Starbuck. Who the fuck? That, I don't know if that <laughs> cleared I'd anything say, up for Matt. I'd Starbuck her. Oh, God. Oh, you wouldn't? Oh, it, no, I think she's swell. She's you looked weird. up female Starbuck and not male Starbuck? That's true. Uh, female Starbuck. And if you need to know who male Starbuck was, it, oh, it was based yeah. on the original 18. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I'd still do her. She's like kind that, of weird and shiny in some of these pictures. Why is she shiny? She uh, Because <laughs> she was giving somebody a rectal exam. Kevin's going to be crying by the time this is over. 
Oh, boy. Well, I guess we should talk about Pitch Black, but before, since I'm actually drinking today, and I'm finally at number three. Here's what I got. Uh, if you're watching the video, this helps. If not, whatever. It's untitled Art. Uh, it's not my Madison. It's a Zero IBU IPA, which IBU is the International Bitters Unit. So high IBU means it tastes like you're just eating plants. So Zero mm-hmm. is really impressive. And then here's a Key Lime from Untitled Art also. I just got these yesterday from a buddy when I was down in Sheboygan. And uh, now I'm finally pouring uh, Master of Oranges from Aslan Brewing in Washington, D.C. Kevin, that's close to you. Sure. It's like eight hours. It's closer than it is to me. <laughs> um, no, shit is, everything Aslan does is fucking amazing. It sounds I, uh, like it'd make a terrific pie. Probably. Yeah, I have one. Um, did you ever watch Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they made a beer called Sweetberry Wine. Nope. All right, you just, you've let me down so many times today. <laughs> there was a, a, I think it was, it might have been on Tim and Eric actually, but it was when they first like started to introduce Steve Rule and he was drinking wine during the uh, Jan and uh, Wayne Schuyler first married news team. And he gets real drunk and he just, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to go play the goddamn thing. Okay. I have, I have yeah, the technology. A lot of people don't remember that, that Dr. Steve was the Simpsons to Tim and Eric's Tracy Ullman show. That's hey, Jack. a perfect analogy. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's really good on. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I gotta like share my screen so you can actually see it. I don't even like wine. Oh, let's get back here. Will I see it here? Do I have to do anything? No, I, I gotta do the do the do the internet thing. You have to close your eyes and use the power of imagination. Yeah. All right. Ah, hang on. I don't even like wine, but guess what? You're gonna like it. I need some cheese. Steve, what kind of wine is that you're drinking? I can't see, hun. Sweetberry wine. <laughs> I'm supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose, am I spitting this stuff out? It tastes like fruit. <laughs> wine was invented by the Romans for orgies. And orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. Mike, you want to check on Steve real quick? Tell him how it tastes, Steve. All right, let's do it. Steve? (coughs) Steve, are you okay over there? There's all kinds of other wines. Peanut Noir. We got all different kinds, and that's how she And if you're not watching this, he knocks over all the bottles of wine. Did he he say peanut noir? Yeah, and then he pukes in the toilet a bunch. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... uh, So, yeah, that's where Sweetberry Wine came from. And, like, uh, uh, Eric Wareheim has a wine company, I guess you want to call it, a wine line. And he made a wine called Sweetberry Wine, and I guess it was insanely expensive and very hard to find and sold out very quickly. Because why the fuck not? Because fans are weird... And we will obsess over anything if our favorite yep. nighttime yeah, fucking... adult swim shows <laughs> I have a tell moon, us to. I have a Moon Knight branded on my thigh, so I can't say a whole lot. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever get a brand, Kevin. It hurts a lot. I, I was talking to somebody about tattoos recently, and um, I put it, I thought it was pretty smart. I've never cared enough about anything 
for a long enough time where I would still yeah. be happy that I had a tattoo of it. I've heard I've heard a couple of people say that. I just I have yeah. a lot of like I have all of our pets tattooed. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then the Simpsons, and I'm gonna get a picture of Jack. <laughs> Can I draw? Yeah, sure. I would like it to look um, as possible. Oh my god! They're talking about my nutsack again. Sorry, I get sidetracked very easily when I'm drinking. That's fine. I guess let's oh. talk about pitch black because some fuck in the chat is getting upset about it. Oh, really? That's Jack. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, I thought this podcast was about terror. Well, he missed the part where we were talking about your butthole and my nuts. Yeah, that it's was pretty fucking terrifying. terrifying. Uh, fashionably late. I don't know. I listened to a whole hour of a show once where 90s percentile didn't even get to the topic from a suggestion of a listener who I think paid money to get the topic talked about. Probably. So, uh, Stones, you throwing them? I think yeah. I can send those right back at you. Who's, so pitch who's the real robber here, Jack? <laughs> yeah, so Pitch Black is a, a movie about a man and some girl that wants to be that man. And then okay, aliens. I usually make Corey recap the movie because that's about my takeaway from. But we have a guest. We let the guest recap the movie. Oh shit! He, um, after I was like, "You don't have to take notes. Just show up and <laughs> like make fart sounds, dude. It's cool." <laughs> so Pitch Black, it's it's kind of like Alien and a lot of other space movies where you've got a ship full of all sorts of people on its way somewhere, and for some reason uh, they wake up from cryo sleep way too early end up on the nearest planet and there's some kind of monster there that wants to kill them all one by one. And that is exactly, is. that is a hundred percent truth. And I felt bad the entire time. I'm like, we have not done alien yet or any of the aliens oh, movies. I'm shocked. On, someone on hasn't picked show. it to be honest. Yeah. And, and everybody should have seen alien or aliens. I would accept one or the other from anyone. Yeah. Um, but the fact that we haven't done that and we've done now a couple movies that are straight up ripped from that plot is, is a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what makes Pitch Black different. It's dark. Also, the clan shows up. <laughs> Vin Diesel's in it. Vin Diesel is in it. It's pretty much his second movie role after Private Ryan. And yeah, he had done... Like, he did the voice for Iron, Iron Giant. Um, so he's a mass murderer who's he's a prisoner. He's being transported, and that's why he's on the ship. But when they crash, he gets free. And uh, what's that other guy's job? Is he like just escorting him? Is he a prison warden or something? He announces himself as a. He makes it very apparent that he's a cop uh, to Fry, it's who is the, the pilot. But he turns out to not be a cop. He's actually a bounty hunter who's addicted to morphine. Uh, I didn't so, catch that. yeah. So that's the thing is the the character Johns, uh, William J. Johns, is it keeps going around like he, Riddick is his prisoner, and so Fry just completely buys into everything he's saying, and then it turns out as it goes on, uh, no, he's not a cop. He's a bounty hunter. And a lot of the stuff he's told you is bullshit. And by the way, he took all of the morphine away. So when the guy that you were all upset about was dying in pain earlier, uh, that's because this guy said the medicine was gone. It wasn't gone. It was going right in his arm. Ooh. I, 
I must have looked away because I don't remember any of that. Yeah, me neither. It, it, it's actually key to the plot of the third movie because Riddick winds up getting chased by a few different bounty hunters in it, and one of them is John's dad, who yeah. wants to know what happened to his fucking son. Is one, uh, is one dog the bounty hunter? Yes, dog the bounty hunter is is definitely in that. Fuck yeah! But it's an actual dog, who's a bounty hunter. <laughs> Uh, well, looking at Vin Diesel's Wikipedia, did you know that they made a Fast and the Furious spinoff called Los Bandalorios? Me neither. No. Yeah, me neither. He, it, no. no. Is that a short? I saw it on his IMDb. Yeah. I just yeah and the poster looks just like a Fast and the Furious yep, movie. Yep. So, it, and he plays his... He, so, in 2009, he was in Fast and Furious. 2009, Los Bandalorios, which is a short film. Uh... 2011 Fast Five, 2013 Fast and the Furious Six, all playing the same character. So Tom Toretto, uh, Dominic Toretto, yes. I thought you said Michelle Rodriguez. I thought you said Tom Toretto, and I was like, you just thinking about Doritos. Fuck you. That was funnier than you'll give it. Let it be. Um, no, I, I just wasn't laughing loud. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> people can't all see us. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> um. Beat wants to know if it involved lowriders. I I'm assuming yes. I'm assuming so, yeah. Doesn't specifically say it. He was in prison though. Shocker. Have you ever watched any of the Fast and the Fur- like the newer Fast and the Furious movies? I've only seen the first two and it was like three weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I think I saw like Tokyo Drift because I was trying to bang some Sliz. So we're talking. I, we're talking like at least twelve years ago because I've been with my wife now for ten years, and she does not love Fast and the Furious. I went to see the Italian Job one night. And oh yes! Did an Italian I, give you a hand job? Uh, well, I never that could have been the Italian Job. See it. Oh, because okay. I I got to the movie theater and the parking lot was full of all these like souped up muscle cars with neon because uh, Too Fast Too Furious came out. I think the same oh. weekend or the week after. And in Yonkers, where I'm from, every Thursday night, people would gather in a parking lot and just look at each other's car. Yeah. And I guess, like, one Thursday, they were like, oh, hey, Fast and Furious 2 is coming out to get tomorrow. Let's all go in our cars. <laughs> so I couldn't even park, and I had to go home. Um, Jack, claims I that, the Italian Jack claims that the Fast and the Furious series is a great series and underrated. I don't know if he's playing jokes. <laughs> I would say it's rated. It's rated. Yeah. The the people who love Fast and Furious like really love it. I made a yeah. joke about Fast and the Furious. Huh. I don't remember if it was six or what. It might have been the one where Paul Walker passed away uh, and they, they had to finish filming without him and, and stuff. And I just I wasn't really thinking about that part of it. But I just said this movie is all kinds of stupid. And the reactions that I got from people. My friends and family of th- that I had the balls, uh, full size, to make fun <laughs> of this franchise, this beloved classic, uh, was just, it was insane to me. Like, the fucking turning on me was just amazing. And I was so happy about it because I was not wrong. The movies are fucking dumb. I don't, I don't say that they're not enjoyable. I like it a lot of dumb movies. You just brought up the Italian job. I love yeah. the Italian job. Actually, uh, th- the guy who directed this, uh, David Tui, wrote the sequel to the Italian job, 
which has been in development hell for years. But it's every once in a while, like Mark, we Mark Wahlberg's like, yeah, we're coming all back. We're going to do it again. <laughs> uh, but it's called the Brazilian job. It is supposed to at some point. Was it a butthole? Return. But that that made me feel better about this movie. Finding out that that guy worked on the script for that. Uh, apparently also wrote The Fugitive. Yes. And Waterworld, which if we're talking about the level of what piece of shit is <laughs> Waterworld. It's like, well, I guess I can't do anything worse than the script to Waterworld. Did you? Waterworld's a good movie. Shut your fucking. It's pile really up. not. No, it's You're a great bullshit movie. again. So they're already planning on eat fast- your cool ranch. <laughs> I will fly out to that fucking house of yours and stab you. What? At least I'll feel you're not with my dick. Um. So they already have release years for the Fast and the Furious nine and ten. Which is 2020 and 2021. Plus, there's supposed to be spinoffs starring The Rock and Jason Statham's characters. And I also hear that The Rock is great. Like, that he he makes the later movies really good. Apparently, Jeff is upset. Why is Jeff upset, Jack? Did he get gunned down while trying to run into the last circle with no cover? Have they been waiting for us to sign in? I have no idea. Jack, I mean, Jack's in the chat. Oh, he texted me, too, 16 oh. minutes ago. So, like, he, I think he, I'm pretty sure Jack's drunk, but he won't admit it. I think what what The Rock brings to the Fast and the Furious one is a different character. It gave them a purpose besides just stealing cars <laughs> over and over again. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. Jack uh, died while playing PUBG because he was typing to us. So <laughs> that's why Jeff's pissed. All right. Anyways, sorry. That's what you continue. Uh, but Rock is definitely enjoyable when when uh. Jason Statham shows up the end of one of the movies. I can't remember. It might have been five when they killed off two of the characters and it leads into what is Tokyo Drift because chronologically Tokyo Drift comes between five and six, I think. I believe you're right. Uh, But they introduced Jason Statham's character because his brother was the one that they had just captured. And so he goes and he kills the guy from from Tokyo Drift. People like got up and cheered in the theaters, I guess, because Statham is awesome. And and The Rock is awesome. So introducing him into your franchise, sure, you know that that makes sense. It's going to up the game. It's going to bring a lot more action and gravitas to it. Jack Jack says that's six and seven. Wasn't seven the newest one, or was that eight? Eight is the newest one. Okay. The fate. The yeah, yeah, the fate. Uh, No, no, was it the fate of the fears? Hashtag F eight. Hashtag go fuck yourself. I will. Not you. You're a delicious little man boy. Thank you. I also want to say that David Tui wrote Critters 2, a movie that we've been saying that we were going to get back to someday since very early on in this podcast. Oh, Critters. It took me a second. I kept thinking you were saying Tremors because I'm drunk, but these are things that I have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, Beat says Triple X3. I just... these. I, all these movies that are ridiculous are going to show up tomorrow morning, and I'm going to forget why I downloaded them. So thanks. Triple X Three. I remember seeing the previews for it and just being like, "You can't have Vin first. Diesel. You can't have Vin Diesel at forty still riding a fucking skateboard, trying to pretend like that's cool. You you just can't do it. it it's no, I, I, I no. Disagree. Just stop it. Just 
fucking stop what you're doing. Slap him on the nose with a newspaper? Yes. Put it and rub it in the carpet. <laughs> you do not make doo-doo on the carpet. You make doo-doo on the big screen. Yeah. There's a lot of movies that are doo-doo on the big screen. But, I so, mean, like, Pitch Black, we should probably talk about... Keep wondering if we're going to. A little more. Corey, oh, you, yeah. you need to keep this shit on track because I will not. Oh, man, I I, I don't know if I really have a lot to say about I, this movie. Have you mentioned the, the creatures? Oh, yeah, yeah. Beat there did, are creatures in this. Beat yes. did point out that the, uh, the, um, the creatures are... Like, the aliens are actually really cool and unique looking. Yeah, um, they look like uh, pterodactyls with anchors for heads. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when when he was. Oh, uh, by the way, Kevin, we spoil everything, so don't hold back. Well, but, I've seen it. No, nah, but I'm saying like, if <laughs> someone listening that you were worried. No, I'm. Jack says to talk about the color scheme. Yeah, it was dark, a lot of black. Well, it was pitch black. There was there are a few color schemes actually. There's uh, right this very washed out yellow for when it's sunshiny because. Oh. So these creatures, they only come out when it's dark, which is not a problem because this planet has three suns, so they're never going to come out, right? Except the day after these people land, there's a total eclipse. Yeah, of so course. So the monsters can come out. Naturally. Which um, happens every 22 years, apparently. Yes, according, according to, to a model that they made, like a little clockwork. The deus ex machina of the <laughs> my, my science project on a fucking desert planet. Um, so that's the threat and it just so happens that Vin Diesel's character had these eye implants that let him see in the dark so he's like their only hope now I and did I did really appreciate the fact that they gave like a reasonable explanation as to why he had these implants like why he had his eyes tinkered with it yeah. wasn't like well you know I was just born this way you know he was like he was never no. supposed to be outside of prison he was never supposed to be, see the light of day so he decided to have his eyes fucked with so that he could see in the dark. Yeah, but they do try to backtrack with this character later on to give him reasonings. They they say that he's a Furian, like he's from some dead race of of all these warrior people or something. It's like they saw into the future and saw that he was going to be in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <gasps> see, the thing Fast and the Furious Eleven are... is Fast and the Furians. <laughs> oh, it's a pitch black Fast and the Furious crossover. Oh my god. That that should be great. Uh, I imagine exhibit. I need to start writing the, the hit song guys, for it. Guys, I gotta go. I gotta write. I gotta write the script. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So the thing about Vin Diesel is he's he's a he's a nerd. He's a a gaming nerd. He's a Dungeons and Dragons nerd, and he's he's very but, proud of that. And I think that's sweet that's great. Corals. What's that? He's very muscly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He is. yeah he's. He's he's exactly like every other Dungeons and Dragons gaming nerd. He's yeah. he's big and muscular and got a deep gravelly voice and full of testosterone. That's all of us, baby. You know, we we all fit that description to a T. And none of us eat cool ranch Doritos pour and some, drink Mountain Dew. Pour some um, maple syrup on him. But so his his ideas of the development of this character is to go more into that. That that's why Riddick became so important. It's a cool character in this one movie. But the the whole legacy stuff of like seeing it continue on to the Chronicles of Riddick and then the Riddick games and all these other things is because this is his D and D background of what he wants to be able to play up on screen. You know, before he got the opportunity to play a giant tree, uh, this was his superhero. Point. Which, which is fine, but yeah, it is like the 
it goes from, oh, there's a perfectly good explanation and it fits his character in this movie as to why he's got these eye implants that lets him see in the dark. But it also comes with the weakness of he has problems seeing the light. But after this, it's like, well, what else can we give him? What else can we make him do? How how's how's this gonna explain? And like I think that's the the second movie goes so far away from what this movie was that I think that turned a lot of people off. But then they tried to get back closer to this in the third movie. And and I expect the fourth one will probably be more of that. Because uh, in the second one, it ends with him becoming the ruler of these people and shit. And that doesn't seem like Riddick at all. Well, thanks for fucking ruining it. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Fuck you for watching it. All right, so here's something else. Okay. In this movie, we... Uh, in the the different people of the ship, we, we, we've already talked about Fry, who is the pilot who, in the moment of... The ship's going to explode if I don't get rid of all this extra weight. Some of the extra weight I'm willing to get rid of is every fucking other person on here. So that's her journey is she's got to deal with the fact that she was prepared to kill everybody. And uh, the other person that's on the ship with her uh, overrides her and then dies. So no one really has to know that she was going to make that decision. Uh, Do we know John's the bounty hunter slash cop? We have Imam who is Keith David's character, who is a very religious, somewhat Muslim-esque character, I guess, in this. Yeah, he's there is a lot of Muslim stuff in this movie. Um, Trying to get to a Mecca planet? Yes, exactly. And if this had been made like 18 months later, I don't think you would have mentioned the Muslim stuff. It, it, it would have been. But then there's three young Muslim guys that are with him that are all just nameless, voiceless cannon fodder. Yeah, uh, which is not exactly uh, very endearing to representation of these people. It's like, hey, well, at least we got some some good hearted Muslims in the up oh, dead. And yeah. what about that guy? Up <laughs> oh, dead. And uh, this guy up oh, dead. Just like repeatedly. We've got uh, two pilgrims in uh, Zeke and Shaza. Uh, Zeke gets off pretty quick. And then we've got Jack. Yeah. And I'm I know that they were going for a look that was basically like the young guy from the first Matrix movie. But oh, did uh, anybody uh, look at Jax in that in that first moment and think that that was actually a guy? Because I it was did. some big mystery for this entire movie. And I'm like that I just felt like Jack was a tomboy who was just given a boy's name or went by a boy's name, but it never occurred to me that she was actually supposed to be a boy the whole time. Well, she, she's a girl pretending to be a boy because she thinks it'll get her a better chance of. Yeah. I love Victor Victoria. I, 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 Tootsie was, was my jam in the eighties, but I just didn't actually buy into it. And so when everybody, when it's this big revelation of, Oh, well they're after her and they all look over at Fry, who's the only woman left at the time. It's like, no, not her, her. And everyone's like, oh, why didn't you tell us? Um, did you not see me peeing sitting down in the fucking desert over there? I pee sitting. So I needed something answered for me here. Because when I saw this in the theater, um, the, the, the creatures follow you based on the scent of blood. And uh, Riddick says, she's bleeding. That's why they're following her. Not her, her. When I saw it in the theater, I thought he meant she was having her period. I believe that is. I, I think that's what it is. Bears can smell oh, yeah. menstruation. 
Yeah. Oh, because when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, she was cut. No, that's. So I think that's exactly I figured it would have been the other like, way around. When you were 16, if, you thought she was if cut. If you would have just said Jack's bleeding, then I would have. Oh, well, yeah, Jack's bleeding. <laughs> oh, well, if it's um, Jack Picone, yeah. We all got a little scraped up. But no, they, it was. She's bleeding because it's established early on when uh, Riddick's still tied up and got the blindfold on everything that he has heightened senses beyond just the being able to see in the dark. Cause he can pick up smells and all these other things around them. So I guess that's why him got him so tuned in that he's picking up the Jack's a girl because everybody else is fucking fooled. Right. Uh, and, and he himself knows that she's menstruating or something or because he's just been sneaking around like all the times at the beginning of like, Oh, we we got to be careful of Riddick. Riddick's around here somewhere, and he's just sitting there sunning himself behind him. Yeah. Like, not even trying. Like, I, I know that he's not supposed to be able to see in the daylight, but you're looking right fucking at him through these slats in this wall. He's cutting off Fry's hair and, and sniffing it like the thin man from Charlie's Angels. But nobody, the bounty hunter can't fucking spot him. Must be really good morphine. Oh boy! So the night I saw this movie, I almost got in a lot of trouble. Oh damn it! I was hoping you were going to say you almost touched a boob. Uh well, that's why. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! So I went with no. I didn't really touch a almost touch a boob. Damn it! Um, so I was sixteen. I saw this with two of my Someday, friends, Kevin. Mark and Someday. Mark. Um, well, Kevin, when a man and a woman love each other, so Mark and Ron were each there with a date and they were friends with each other, the two girls and the two girls brought a third friend, not like for me, but they just oh. brought their friend Andy along and <laughs> girl like Jack. And um, so they were paired up and then I sat next to Andy and I was kind of a movie snob at the time. Shocker. <laughs> but you saw pitch black. So that doesn't yeah. weigh out well for you. I, I thought it looked stupid. But at the time, I didn't understand. Like, no, you go see horror movies with a girl. Yeah. Because then, when they get scared, like they'll they'll hug you or whatever. And then you finger bang them in the theater. <laughs> so I ended up really enjoying the movie. And then afterwards, it was like, oh, let's all go to Mark's house. And so the four of them piled into Mark's mini. Were Mark's parents there? He had a basement, so it was one of those things where it was like. But his parents were home, hey, so, so it's cool. Yeah, his parents were there, so it's cool. You had the okay to be down in Mark's basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thing is, I didn't know the way to Mark's house, so I was like, Ron, I'll follow you. And before I could even turn on the ignition, he had just pulled away, God. like, as a goof. Ron's a dick. Yeah, Ron. <laughs> Fucking A, Ron. Do you still talk to Ron? Um, I saw him at the reunion. He's really, really nice. Um, yeah, but then he I hate Ron. Like, he just grabbed the body there. and just took off with it. Yeah. You know, nobody from the rest of the funeral procession could follow him. And... <laughs> Thanks. This is before cell phones. This is before GPS. Ron, you're a dick. That's important um, because Andy and I got really, really, really lost. And So you finger banged her in the street? No, she oh, uh, she was getting really nervous. She was like... So you finger, finger, her finger blasted her in a parking lot? No, I don't think we had any physical contact at all. He <laughs> just, um, just He dropped her off in a dark alley and said, "You'll get finger blasted well, by somebody, but not will, me." Someone will tickle that tuna. After, after about an hour, I finally figured out where the movie theater was and oh. got back there. And Ron had a cell phone, but I didn't know the number, 
So the best I could do was call my own answering machine at home and see if he had left a message. And he had. It was like, Kevin, it's Ron. Where the fuck are you? Andy's mom is freaking out. Uh, Here's my phone number. Call me. Oh, nice. Okay. I called his cell. He didn't pick up. Fucking (laughs) A-Ron. Because he's already deep in the basement and he's the one. Ron is is probably maybe mid-knuckle deep. Because you're 16, so you're not getting all the way. Well, we were 16. They were like 15. I think Andy was 14. Oh, God. I need to stop talking about this. I'm going to prison. No, nothing happened. I I, I know nothing happened, but it's not what I'm saying. I shouldn't have been driving at this point because it was after 9 p.m. And in New York, when you're 16, you can't do it after 9 unless you're going home from work. Then you get your senior license. You can try Unless there's a chance you're going to get the finger bang. Yeah, before you, you, you just have to tell the cop that. And he yep. has yeah, exactly. You, you get pulled like, over and you I just look out the window and you're like, hey, uh, cop, hey, cop, I'm about to finger blast this chick. Eh? And he's going to be like, nah, forget about it. I assume that's how you all talk. <laughs> it is. You hear it. Cop <laughs> was also from the Sopranos. <laughs> um, but I was like, uh, hey, Ron, it's me. Um, I don't know how to find you. So I'm just going to wait here near the payphone. And. Um, so we went back and just waited in my car and she's just absolutely not speaking to me. And then about eight minutes later, we see this blonde lady, like very, uh, Briskly? determinedly power walking, power walking. And Andy goes, Oh my God, that's my mom. And she gets out and runs to the mom. And I'm just sitting in the car and I see the mom like screaming at this young teenage girl, like really losing her mind on her. And the girl's really upset. So I'm like, I can't let this happen. Oh, so I, no. <laughs> Did you oh, finger blast the no. mom? <laughs> yeah, you fucked the mom right in front of the daughter, didn't you? Right in front of her. <laughs> just like, I'll show you how it's done. And you're like, <laughs> spit on your hand. Just. <laughs> oh, I wish. No, I uh, I marched <laughs> marched up towards the curb and I started to say, hey, hey, hey. Oh, but no. You got scolded by her mom, didn't you? Halfway through the second, hey, I am just suddenly grabbed from behind. And yanked into a moving vehicle, and the door is shut, and it's my friends. And they had just pulled up, and they saw what I was about to do, and they rescued me. They're like, her mom's a fucking psychopath. We do not want to be anywhere near that. And we went and hung out at the diner for like 90 minutes until she would lose the trail. And then uh, I went back and got my car and never thought about that again until the other night I watched the movie. Which is pretty much the entire plot of Pitch Black. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's Pitch Black for you guys. Yeah, um, it got dark, and the fucking creature came out and scolded a fourteen-year-old in front of you, and oh. you tried to rescue her, and it was all fucked up, and and your friends saved you, and they dragged you into the light. Yep. I don't even. What day is it? Today. I mean, just in general. It's Sunday right now. I, I know. It, it, yeah, it's we were, Yom Kippur. We were talking before. It is T minus eleven and a half hours till I have to be to work. Oh yeah. Well, 12 and a half. I get in at 10. Now it's 12. I didn't do the math. How late do you stay at work? Six. Oh, that's why you're always complaining about being at work so late. Okay. I I get, I leave. If I leave later than 730 from my house, like I'm upset. I like to be to work by eight. But I also leave at four unless something is happening. Like in the morning? Yeah. What? Leave by four PM, PM after PM. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So oh, I, I thought I thought you were hung up on the eight AM part. I'm like, that's like a normal time for an adult to get to work. 
Not you, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Big Time Movie Producer Man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me criticize you yeah. by telling you how fucking normal people are. No, I mean, first I know. Of all, first of all, normal sleep. people finger blast everybody. That's just that's a random greeting. That's, that's how I that's how I say hi to people on Mondays. I'm like, hey, Susan, how you doing? And I also make gun sounds while I just chicka chicka right in their vagina holes. <laughs> the gun sound was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. So if, if you're serious about it now, if you're listening to this, this isn't going to help. But if you're if you kind of like her, you do the normal pistol. But if you really like her, you give her the kill shot. Uh, like a gangster yeah you, you gang you gang finger bang her i go for the reverse shocker <laughs> uh corey's got a toe in her mouth and both pinkies not my bottom. toe either yeah just it's a random it, toe. it's just a foot that's a foot just you cut off of a body oh, towed shit. by a hobo that's what i like to do i like to just take <laughs> you give her the old tobo hey hang out by the train tracks and see if we can't find some ne'er-do-well join in and then we spit in a pot and make soup so kevin when you woke up this morning did you think that this is how this would go no okay good. i mean kind of yeah kind of right, cool i mean he's heard the show yeah i didn't know if you actually listened. i wouldn't listen to the show if i wasn't on it of course no you don't I, listen I, to it when I, you are on it that's what i'm saying i would not listen to it if i was not on it Here's i what don't I listen to it and i'm on it i found the episodes where people i know were guests so jack and Dan. And is Dan still alive? I don't hear from him ever. He is. I ran into him on the street the other day. He lives a block away. Little secret. Dan was the 14-year-old girl <gasps> from the movie. Dan is Andy. Andy is yes. Dan. Dan's a woman. Or Dan's a man. He, I, don't know. He went I don't know what's from more Andy disrespectful. To Dan, and right in the middle there for a minute, he was Dandy. And that was... Uh... Oh, no. His real name is Jim Dandy. Hmm. He's a, he's a real Jim Dandy. It sounds There's like one character we didn't mention. What's that? There's one character we didn't mention. Who? Paris. Paris? Yeah. Oh. And I can't The most important out. character. Well, I feel like I've seen this guy, not this actor, but like this guy in a lot of movies where he's like... He gets upset if a good whiskey bottle is broken. Like, oh, pity. Um, and he was in every trailer for this because there's it's like the coolest shot in the movie. So he's drinking the whole time. He's an antiquities dealer. And at one point, he takes a swig of whiskey and then lights it. Right. But then he still dies. Yes, because he could only spit so much. Yeah. But it doesn't kill them. No, it doesn't. It's just, it's just he does it in that moment because uh, so I don't even discuss this. The the creatures are afraid of light. Uh, light damages them. And so they're going through the desert. The eclipse has happened. They're all fucked. And so they've gathered up all the lights, A-team style from the ship to try to get to another ship that they found in this encampment where all the, the previous uh, people from this planet have uh, died or disappeared. And they finally figured out, oh, shit, they actually got killed. They didn't just go away in a, a haphazard way. So they're trying to take their power cells from the ship that crashed to this other ship to get off the planet to get someplace where they can finally get to help. Uh, in doing this, they they kind of get fucked up. Paris freaks out, goes crawling off into the desert with a bunch of the, the light lines around him 
breaks everything for everybody else. So he fucks up their entire plan. But as he's crawling out there, the lights that are wrapped around him go out. And he realizes, oh, I'm, I'm fucked. So he has what is essentially his last swig of his alcohol. And it you imagine it's just like, I've just, I've allowed myself to realize that I'm dead. There's nothing I can do. But he doesn't just let himself die. He basically, he spits it into a lighter to see what's about to happen to him. And in, in that moment, he's like, you know, I, I was supposed to die in Paris. I've never even been to France. Uh, oh, yeah. that, that was his, like, that was his whole thing. He's, he's basically named after a place that he always <laughs> wanted to go to. Um, but so you see the light shines and I think it was just a scene that was done to be a cool shot in a movie trailer. I yeah. feel like sometimes there are things that happen in movies that it's, this is strictly for the trailer. I've written a movie trailer before. Like I thought that's how a movie is made. You just write the trailer and it's all these great spots. And then the rest of the stuff just falls into place after that. That's not how that fucking works. Uh, you should know because you went to film school with Jack. I think this was used as a button in the trailer, which is that thing where like the trailer's over, you see the title and then there's like one more moment where it's like, Oh yeah. That's one more reason to see this. So it was like action, 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 pitch black, February 20th. And then all the creatures just pound in on him. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a striking scene. Did it make a lot of sense? No, but it, I could, I could, figure out in my head the process of a guy who's like i'm about to die do i want to die not knowing what's coming or do i want to take the second to see how fucked i really am and then he sees he's completely fucked and by the time he realizes it it's over anyways so but he doesn't kill any of them with it no he, he i don't think he could it's, i don't it's think it's there was like any the professional be. where it's like pull the pin on the grenade and right he's like everybody's saved i die yeah it's not a moment it, it I don't think he had it in him that even if he had a weapon that he could have tried to kill anything. I don't think that that's what his character was. It, it was seriously, it was like, I know I'm dead, but how dead am I really going to be? Maybe it's this one moment where I do this and they all scatter. We no, yeah. no, it's just like, nope. He, he'd already designed himself that he was gone. But he did it by fucking everybody else over at the same time. Yeah. It's and then there was stunk. Yeah. But there's there's two different moments where we have people try to convince other people like we should just say fuck everybody and just go on. So John's does it to Riddick where he's like, hey, you know, let's just get the fuck out of here. Screw those people. Let's just go get to the ship and then you'll be free and we can go out. And Riddick's like, Haha, <laughs> no, fuck you. I don't like you. Uh, so he uses John's as a distraction for the creatures. He stabs him to to get the blood out because I was like, yeah, if we get rid of uh, Jack because she's bleeding, then they'll go off after Jack. And uh, Riddick's like, no, I, I'm just going to stab you instead. Right. And then they come and they rip him apart. But I don't understand that methodology either because it's not like they spend a lot of time hanging around that one corpse they'll go for it but then they're going to try to move on to the next yeah, thing really gone, so many of them uh there is a moment where we see them all kind of fighting with each other i think riddick does something and i didn't quite catch that part where all of a sudden one of them starts bleeding and then all of them that are up in the sky above them as they're trying to get in the cave are are they're eating each other 
which I would imagine they would have done in the caves okay. and stuff that they came out of. But because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of other creatures on this planet they can go for. But then uh, when Riddick is on the ship and Fry has made it to him and Imam and Jack are the only ones left, but they're in a cave somewhere. Riddick's like, let's just go. Let's just leave them. And Fry has a really hard time because she knows it's already been revealed that she would have let everybody die before. And she's, she's come along in this journey. She's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let them die. You know, I will, I will give up my life for them. And Riddick is like, cool. You know, I, I think it was just like, he was fucking with her to see what she would do to determine whether or not she was a good person. Now I had seen this movie probably 15 years ago or so when it was on cable after its first release, uh, certainly before the, the next one came out. And I always thought at the end, when Fry and him are together, that he was basically turning on her is like, I'm getting rid of you because you would have let me die. And yeah. um, and so you never would have saved me. So I'm not going to save you. I'm going to use you to, to distract the creatures while I get back to the ship. I miss. I misunderstood what happened in that scene and seeing it this time. I saw, no, there's a moment where she's like trying to save his life and they're together. And she's like, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to die for you. So let's go. And she's, she's saving his life, but she doesn't intend to die. But then there's a moment where he's looking at her. They're basically hugging each other and she gets stabbed through by the tail of one of the creatures and it just pulls her off. And I'd always misunderstood that. Like he used her to protect himself from the creatures uh, but no, in this case, I, I realized that she was, it was just random. It wasn't intended, uh, but she did essentially, she sacrificed herself for him and for everybody else in the end, uh, which is a, a good arc for her character. Sure. Because she doesn't, with what she did, there were other people that were on the ship that did get ejected or were were gone. One of them showed up and one of the guys uh, thought that he was Riddick and shot him from behind and he's like, oh, you're not Riddick at all. Well, oh, well. But he was one of the people that was from the group. And they're like, oh, there were other people. Not really mentioned. It's like the front of the plane on Lost. Yeah. The tail <laughs> section we'll get to them in the second season. Else, yeah. uh, and Jack makes it to the sequel, I believe. Uh, Jack does. Uh, she gets a different name in it, but she is in there. And it's a different uh, actress. It is a different actress. I guess the the person who played Jack in this did play Jack in the video game. Uh, so I don't know why they didn't have a return yeah. for the other movie. Didn't want to shave her head twice, probably. I guess. And I don't know that she did a lot of other stuff outside of the the first Pitch Black. I don't know if she went on to be in a lot of other movies and stuff. But whatever the reasoning. Uh, yeah, so she comes back and uh, Keith David's character comes back for the second one as well. I don't remember him. I can swear he died. I don't think I was really paying attention when I rewatched this. I, man, I don't know if it's worth paying attention to the second Definitely one. Other wasn't than paying attention Urban. the first time. Judy Dench and Carl Urban are in the second movie, and so they they bring something to it that and it otherwise doesn't deserve. Judy Dench like didn't even leave her house when she was filming it. I don't think. Yeah, she was basically like Marlon Brando. In the island of Dr. Moreau, where she wouldn't wear pants the whole time. You guys are cute. You're right there, Matt. Yep. 
I'm just looking at my cat. She just woke up. All my dogs in the other room, if I make any sort of sound, they'll bark and lose their goddamn minds. I did think of something I was going to ask you before, and then you guys kept talking. I didn't want to interrupt you, but uh, Kevin, sorry, instead man. of going to film school, why didn't you just flush like 50 grand down the toilet? <laughs> 50? Oh, only, only <laughs> one year of school? Um, oh, one semester? God. <laughs> and I felt bad that like my to both of my degrees, so my student loans are 50 grand, and that okay. was like a degree and a half. <laughs> so, uh, all right. No, I am happy to say that every job I've had since getting out of school has been related to what I learned, um, or to so, so what is what I studied? What's Jack doing wrong that he's not? God damn it! Well, he still kind of is. I actually don't know. Like he never talks about what he does. I just know he's. Well, then I won't do it for him. But it is related to uh, what we studied. I know that he works at a film school, or he yes. works at a school. Okay. I tried it. I was like, Jack, let's make a porn company. And he's like, no, my dick is too hairy. And none of that actually happened. Yeah. First of all, that is the selling point. Yeah. Like, there has to be a fetish for fluff dick porn. Oh, there is. Fluff dick porn. I, I think. Are you going to reread the Pornhub categories again, Matt? <laughs> I could. That, that did happen a couple weeks ago. Was, that was I'm not going to do it again. Though. Like, I'm, I'm no, just, no. then I'm going to get a boner, and I'm going to have to pound one out on the show. <laughs> you got to see if there's a variance in red tube or something, anyways. You guys are just going to talk about the movie. And there's just going to be <laughs> in the background. That's you not- can't say that you haven't fallen asleep during some of our episodes before, anyways. So I've I've like three quarters tuned out just to see if my name comes up. That's yeah. about it. I surf the internet. Feels genuinely similar. Uh, man, what else? What else does really need to be said about this? It, it, the interplay of the characters feels like I've seen this too many times. I've seen this a lot of times. It's like a bunch of people all have varying. It, it's every survival. If we go back to the 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 ship that what was the the movie about the the cruise ship that flips over Titanic? What's that? Poseidon Adventure. Poseidon like, he has a real answer. I just said Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. I guess Titanic to a certain degree, too. Yeah, you're teaming people up that hate each other and that each have, like, one character trait. Right. And they help each other get through. And, and you can tell there's there's a couple of people who have actual skills and the rest of the people that are just fodder so you can get more dialogue out yeah. until they die in their own pathetic way. And that's a, that's a lot of, of sci-fi and, and horror movies, too. So that's that's essentially what this is, and then the creatures are the addition uh, beyond that. The only thing that I think stands out in this is the Riddick character, yeah. uh, because of his special abilities. Because you you involve somebody who's your action star, and give him a couple extra twi- traits to make him even cooler, and that's what that's what elevates it to people who are going for what is otherwise a pretty standardized genre film, which is not bad. It's just. It's not exactly special, but it, it seems like it's perfectly suited to be that sort of sleeper hit from 2000 when it came out. That Yeah, it was a very, very small movie. It feels low budget, but still. But it doesn't pretty... look particularly low budget. No, it's clever. Um, like Jack said, with the color scheme. Yeah. Um, like it, it, Take some. It takes a point of view for sure. Do do the and, other um, two follow the same color scheme, or do they kind of give up on it a little bit? No, they give up on that yeah. entirely. Well, the um, the 
the sunshine of the the second movie. I remember that movie being really yellow as well because there was just such a massive amount of heat that was going on at certain points. Uh, but I think when I when I saw this, I remembered the Underworld movies. And the reason why I can never sit through the fucking Underworld movies is because it's just a blue filter the entire time mm -hmm. to represent night. And it just, it makes my eyes bleed with trying to stare at it for more than 10 minutes. Like, God damn it, just stop it. And that there were six of those or however many, yeah. it, it, oh, Jesus. But well, speaking of making your eyes bleed, it out. Yeah, go you, ahead. You could buy the uh, contact lenses when the movie came out. Yes. <laughs> uh, there was a product name for them. I'm um, looking it up. Yeah, look it, it up. Was called, it like, was called You Have Too Much Money, Goth yeah. Kid. I, there's a lot that showed up. The color view? Pitch black Riddick 15mm coloring contact lenses. How to insert them. Right. Black sclera? That sounds painful. Yeah. No, that sounds like a Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah. Huh. Sclera seems to be the... Huh. Yeah, I don't know. There's just... Maybe you can get them used on eBay. You can buy it like brand new. The company Sclera is the one that makes them. Yeah, because it's at first the development of the, the product is the tough part and where all the, the money goes into and then it becomes easy to mass produce it. And so it's like, and then you get a dozen cheap knockoffs after that. Yeah, 20 years later. Yeah. Put a cheap knockoff in your eye. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of the... the effects and stuff in Hollywood. It's like, yep. oh, this was a big deal. The first time we saw Bullet Time is like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then it shows up in every other fucking movie for the next mm -hmm. five years, and you're like, fuck, you're really giving me more Bullet Time bullshit? But still, it was a huge effect one time. And, and that's the hard part, is trying to innovate to do something new, or at least seemingly new, using something in a new way. And so the filters and stuff that they did in this, which I also different from underworld they try a couple different ones because there are three sons yeah. and i feel like each son had sort of its own tone uh so when one son isn't up there and another one is it changes and then when it goes tonight they they go with a different filter entirely that made it stand out compared to just something that it's like here's sure. your one tone for the entire planet and then like, there's also Mars the movie. Vision. yeah yeah the alien vision stuff was like was actually kind of yeah which they, I don't remember if Daredevil came out before that or after that, but had to be probably before. I don't know. Daredevil was 03. Oh, maybe. I'm looking. I'm down. 2003. Yeah, I'll be damned. Film school wow. paid off. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's, that's where you know you've earned it. <laughs> I, I, I literally have nothing to say about this movie. I thought it was decent. It was good enough yeah, that I will watch fine. the other two. Oh, that's a cat. Sweet, yeah. sweet oh, pussy you got there. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go get my dogs. I do have to pee real bad, though. Okay. Sit together. Is that... Uh, is, what's adorable. That's Olivia. It is, okay. Now she's... Oh, Olivia. God. Yeah, she's like... God, God, Olivia, that's wonderful. Fucking A, Kevin. Or she's like, oh, man... Why are you making me look like an asshole on that? Yep, yeah. look at that. There we go. She doesn't want to play. She's just showing her butt on the internet. That's weird. 
I will say that the, my favorite Vin Diesel movie, other than Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think is just a great movie overall, and Vin Diesel is such a small part of, but right after this, maybe about a year or two, was uh, Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. God damn, that is a great ass movie. That that's what it's made me nostalgic for. Is like I don't give a shit about Fast and the Furious or or any of the other stuff that he's doing, uh, Man Apart, whatever. But Boiler Room, that that movie yeah. was the shit. Glenn Gary for finance, basically. Yeah. Made fucking... Sounds riveting. Made Ben cool, too. It's like... Ben's whole speech in that was so good. So do you want to... Do you want to rate this? Or how do you want to handle this? Because I'm about to piss myself. So (sighs) you two either need to talk for like two minutes so I can go pee, or... I'm ready to rate it. Yeah. Thank you for Um, making a decision. You're a decision man. I like that. Yeah. Uh, It's... It's really not a very good movie, but it is actually a very entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So in terms of fun, I give it a high rating. Um, what, what are it's the zero to five? What's the A? I give it a five in fun. Zero. Well, so we stopped doing, you must have listened to a very old episode. We just do straight so. zero to five across the board because I got sick of having to explain what all the letters meant. Oh, then uh, it, total yeah. Yeah. is a two and a half. Yeah, it's not bad. Corey, how about you? Yeah, two and a half, I think, is is a pretty solid, fair rating for it. It's not a work of genius. Uh, the acting is okay throughout. It, it's pretty standard. I think there are parts that it does well at and other parts where it's like, ah, oh, shit, this again. But it, yeah, I, I agree. It It's not something that is like you're flipping through the channels and you just like get that off my screen as fast as possible. <laughs> so you're agreeing two and a half? Two and a half. Well, I gave it a three simply because I didn't want to sound like I was being a dick about it. I thought you two would have given it a much higher score. That's where you draw the line? No. No. Was just, just today. <laughs> I was trying to impress Kevin. It's his first time on. We're still like, we're kind of new friends. And I don't want him to be like, wow, this guy's kind of an asshole. Because a lot of times when we're together via the internet, Jack yeah. and Jeff just want to sit and talk about video games. I just want to ask Kevin how his day was. Never get the opportunity to be like, hey, what's up, Kev? How was your day, brah? So I I'll tell you what. N- next time you want to know how my day was, uh, ask me what kind of weapons I'm carrying. <laughs> Just... So we're in the middle of the game, and you're like, hey, Kev, what uh, what rifles you got? And I'll be like, it was good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I really hope I remember that because... Um... I have a terrible memory. I used to do a lot of drugs. Um, and I'll ask you, hey, have you found a helmet yet? Be like, you know, like, it was, it was. She's a, doing great. Thanks. That, <laughs> that's your pulling the so, ear on Carol yeah, Burnett. That is. So my wife is a helmet. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what I'm getting out of this? Yes. Cool. Cool. I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to probably go hang out with the old helmet after this anyway. So I like I bet that. It was a great helmet. Uh, I would probably just ask you uh, in the in the context of the game who you're finger banging behind the dunes. So, <laughs> I'd be like, well, uh, we don't need to bring my mother into this. We need to bring this into your mother. Oh no! <laughs> you opened with it. Shirley's a saint. Oh, my mom forever unclean. Um, well, if you happen to be Matt's mom, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at eight zero five three two six. Oh, three, sorry, three two eight thirty nine sixty six. 805-328-3966. I used to do this all the time. 
uh, email us at pot at gncast.com or leave us a message on the website. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're at Podcast Tear in all of those places. And you can subscribe via some technology that is on your phone, more than likely. Uh, remember when iPods were like non-phones? Man, that's yeah, when this I technology do. was around. I do. And you know how much those things are worth? If you have an Nothing iPod, yeah, if, no, if you have an iPod classic, um, one of the bigger ones in good shape, they're worth hundreds of dollars. I have the U2 one. That They're to, worth hundreds of dollars, which is what they were worth when you bought them originally. They retain value is, is good, but useless. I remember like a 160 gig iPod being worth like 400. <laughs> yeah. Which again, I feel like is about what it cost when it yeah, came. Exactly. Was I don't remember that there. I don't think that they were that when they got that big. I don't think they were that much. But I think when they first came out, they were that much. Probably around there. Yeah, uh, I don't remember? You know, but that can't listen to us because it doesn't have an app. Although I think you just downloaded it. I, I remember when I used to download podcasts and burn them onto CDs, listen to in my car because my smartphone was a fucking Microsoft piece oh. of shit. Oh, thanks work. Uh, you know what? You can leave us a review. I really probably <laughs> don't want to say this to you based off of this episode, but if you go to bit.ly slash pot review, uh, if you're feeling spry, uh, let those fingers fly. Uh, high scores are great, but you don't have to lie to other people. You don't have to be that guy. Uh, all subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe, and you can join the Facebook group under Galactic Network. I, I think this is a part where I talk. It is. But I was reading what Jack was saying because I love Jack McCone. Um, you you can give us money. We like money in the form of American currency. Uh, you can go to Amazon.podcastterror.com, shop like you normally would. I stole this bit from uh, Wii Studios. Thanks, Much Jack. like our guests. Much like literally 90% of this show. Um, Kevin, do you want people to find you on the internet? Yeah, I don't really use Twitter, but uh, on Instagram, I'm half slices. As in, like, you feel like pizza, but... You only want a half slice? Yeah. Why? Plural. Why would you only eat half of one? And especially if it's plural, that's a whole goddamn slice. Yeah. Maybe you want, like, three half slices. Trick yourself that you're eating less. Yeah. Or you're eating more, but it's actually not more. Or, you know... uh, Kevin, do you want to tell us what your PPO is or, or your your health insurance? Your doctor plan? Yeah, exactly. Oh. So if, if someone like, wants to recommend fuck? a new doctor for you who's maybe a little bit gentler. Yeah, one that won't finger your asshole because your gut's hurt. Yeah, I'm now with United Healthcare. I think I, I was firmly plant his hands on your both shoulders and He didn't do that even. Wow. Yeah. Did he wow. Oh, wait, no, yeah, both hands is a problem. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> he didn't want you to move when you squeal <laughs> like a pig. <laughs> Corey, where, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you know, I feel like I've been a dirty liar because the last couple of weeks I've talked about this other show that I started. Eventually and, uh, you'll have an episode too. It's, it, I know how it is. I've been told that this Tuesday we're, we're going we're gonna to do an STFU. I'll believe it when I hear it. Well, I but, hope so, because uh, one of your you, co-hosts you, is on our show you, next week. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, SDFUcast.com. Uh, you can also go to com. That's another show that I do. Because what you're really saying is, I need more Corey. 
in my ear holes. No, you're not. I heard you. <laughs> you don't don't try to build me up. You know, don't 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 make promises like a 14 year old in a car in the middle of New York. And... What is <laughs> happening? She was 16. No, she, she was, was 14. 14. Oh, she was 14. I missed that part of the story. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I kind of feel no, like I I'm on her mom's side on this one. Okay, you were 16. All right. I knew I heard 16. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I got just full mast. <laughs> I, I pitched a crooked tent. And I looked I exactly the same, too. I'm sure you did. How old are you? 34. Oh, okay. Old, and a half. Old Jack, fifty. I, I think he he's eleven months younger than me. Jesus Christ! Way to be so <laughs> fucking specific. So he's thirty three and a third. Jack, Jack, yeah, Jack emotionally is yeah. seventy five. But uh, I'll turn thirty five in May. He'll turn thirty four in June. Oh, I, okay. I think. Okay. You know. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what he said. Thirty four. Jack just said thirty four in June. June. <laughs> He's busy playing PUBG, probably trying not to piss off uh, Jeff, whatever the fuck his name is. Matt, where can people find you? Um, In the bathroom? Yeah, I'm literally like squeezing my dick right now. Uh, Twitter and Instagram and untapped am at the lifeguard. Whatever. Let's see room. Olivia again. Yes. Oh, this is my cat, Olivia Dunham. Oh, it's such a cute, cute cat, man. She's a sweetheart. Oh, oh, oh. oh yep. God, she's in the cable. Oh, it's gonna knock over, gonna, gonna over a glass. Peeing. Plus, now it looks like she's got a massive dong. Oh, 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 God. Secure the pussy. Secure the okay. pussy. All right, cool. Um, okay. it, is she named after Lena Dunham or? No, she's named Jeff after Dunham. the character on Fringe, Olivia Dunham. Oh, nice. Yeah, she had a brother named Peter, but he died. Oh, my God. Named after the Joshua Jackson character. Are you guys going to keep this going for a minute? <laughs> we just want to. We I just want to hear really the tinkling have to pee. You've got three empty beer cans. Make use of something. I thought about it, but we'll wrap it up. Now. Well, we don't have to. I mean, I, I just I don't want to like force this to end. I was just going to go pee and come back with a dog. I mean, no. If you ever have me back, I'll tell you more about the cats. I just, I just really wanted your, your just blank, <laughs> blank fucking so stare sad. for a minute. It was a little threatening in the way that you said that. That that was ominous. Uh, if you ever have me back, I'll tell you about the cats. I oh, will have you back. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, next week, uh, as I mentioned, Brandon Raymond, one of the hosts of STFU, is going to be on. Um, not 100% sure what we're watching. I think we're going to try and do a quiet place, but it all depends on if Corey can get to a theater. If not, we'll find something else because... This is America, but uh, that movie's great. By the way, it's a very good movie. I, yeah, it's, it is. I, I wouldn't mind actually going to see it again, so I, I wouldn't be yeah. upset if we decided to do that. But that's to do it for another episode of the podcast. Here, oh my god, it hurts. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, Matt's peeing, everybody. Bye.